0: Welcome to the St. Edward's Podcast, a church filled with the Holy Spirit. We hope that today's words will draw you closer to Christ Jesus.
1: I did something very
0: unexpected yesterday. It was a Saturday morning and I was hoping to sleep in, but that really never happens anymore because we have a dog now. I'm always up. And, and Huckleberry, the dog, was up earlier than normal. So I decided I would make breakfast, some pancakes and sausage for the families before they were up. But before I did that, I checked my Twitter feed. And there it was. The royal wedding was live. I had no intention at all of watching it this, on that morning. But I thought, okay, I could put this on while I'm cooking here and check it out. And at first, I was intrigued by the liturgy and the beauty of it all. It, was, it really was beautiful. And then as I was mixing the batter for the pancakes, and, I, and they started playing some of the music, it was breathtaking. It was very majestic. And then our presiding bishop, Michael Curry, gave a wonderful sermon on love. It was very, very good. In fact, If you didn't hear it yesterday, go online and listen to it. You don't don't have to watch the entire wedding, but listen to the uh, sermon he gave. And the ceremony went on. But I began to notice something else, how this marriage was bringing people together. There was an American lady from Los Angeles marrying into the British royal family. There was an Episcopalian bishop as the preacher. There was a Coptic Christian giving a prayer. There was a 19-year-old cello player. There were politicians, entertainment stars, and regular people in attendance. And there were millions of people around the world watching the event. It was bringing people together with diverse backgrounds, different reasons for being there, people That probably in any normal situation would not be together. And I thought, that was like the day of Pentecost. You see, people came together who had little business being together. We normally lump the disciples together as being fishermen. Many were. In fact, four of them were that we know of. But Matthew, he was a tax collector, he didn't hang out with fishermen. Simon was a political revolutionary, he was known as a zealot, and we don't know the professions of Philip, Bartholomew, Thomas, Thaddeus, or James, but they were all together in one place when the day of Pentecost had come, and they were in Jerusalem during the major feast. A lot of people were there from all over. Our reading from Acts tells us Parthians and Medes, Elamites and Egyptians and Asians and more were there. They were present People from all over were gathered in Jerusalem for the feast. And then the Holy Spirit showed up. Without warning, there was a sound like a strong wind. Gale force. No one could tell where it came from. And it filled the whole building. And then, like a wildfire, the Holy Spirit spread through their ranks. And they started speaking in a number of different languages as the Spirit prompted them to do so. And the Holy Spirit brought the disciples together. They went from terrified to unified. The Holy Spirit brings unity. It was at this moment the church was birthed. The people of God became known as the people of the Spirit. And all the people that were gathered for the Feast of Pentecost heard the sound and they came running over. And then they heard, one after another, their own mother tongues being spoken, and they were bewildered. They were mesmerized that they heard their own languages, and some thought they were drunk. But in that moment, Peter stands up. He raised his voice, and he addressed the people, and he tells them of the prophecy from Joel concerning the Holy Spirit, And he tells them about the life, the death, the resurrection, and the ascension of Jesus Christ. And he preaches repentance and forgiveness. And at the very end of that section, it says 3,000 people came to the faith that day. The church is born. The people of God grows. As Jesus said, Truly, truly, I say to you, unless one is born of water and the spirit, he cannot enter the kingdom of God. That which is born of the flesh is flesh, and that which is born of the spirit is spirit. People from different paths of life were born of the spirit that day, 3,000 of them. Not because they all had the same hobbies, not because they worked at the same place, not because they lived in the same community. They were from all over. You see, when the Holy Spirit shows up, the Spirit brings unity. The Spirit brought the disciples together. The Spirit gathered a crowd together. The Spirit helped people hear in their own language, igniting curiosity. The Spirit empowered Peter to preach. The Spirit transformed 3,000 people that day. And when the Holy Spirit shows up, people come together. People are unified. It is the Holy Spirit that ignites the heart toward God. And we are Christians because we have the one spirit in us. And this Holy Spirit within us is what holds us together. It is what unifies us. Listen to the words of St. Paul in Ephesians chapter 4. He wrote, I therefore a prisoner for the Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God and Father of all who is over all and through all and in all. We are of one spirit. We are unified because of the Holy Spirit. However, being in unity does not mean uniformity. We are not all the same. We are not cookie cutter. If you don't believe me, just look around. In fact, with all this royal wedding stuff, speaking of marriage, just as in a marriage, the man and the woman come together. They don't come as robots. They come as different people, and the two become one flesh, joined together by God through the power of the Spirit. As the prayer in our liturgy for holy matrimony is prayed, listen to these words. Grant that their wills may be so knit together in your will. And their spirit in your spirit, that they may grow in love and peace with you and one another all the days of their life. It is the spirit that grows that unity. It is the spirit that grows our unity in the church. In fact, one of the names of the church, a metaphor for the church in the scriptures, is the bride of Christ. St. Paul wrote in Ephesians chapter 5, in the context of marriage, he said, Christ loved the church and gave himself up for her, that he might sanctify her, having cleansed her by the washing of water with the word, so that he might present the church to himself in splendor, without spot or wrinkle or any such thing, that she might be holy and without blemish. Just as in marriage, where man and wife become one flesh, so when we become children of God, we become one in the Spirit, in the church it is the spirit of god that brings us unity here it is the spirit that brings us to pray together as we read in our second reading from romans 8 the spirit helps us in our weakness for we do not know how to pray as we ought but that very spirit intercedes with sighs too deep for words the holy spirit unites us together It is not ideas. It is not similar lifestyles. It is not income or class or race or ethnicity or nationality. In fact, we are full of different ideas in this room today. Some of us are Republicans. Some of us are Democrats. Some of us are Libertarians. And some of us don't want anything to do with any of these parties. Some of us are internationals. We have different viewpoints, even on areas of theology. Different viewpoints on interpretation of Holy Scripture. Different viewpoints on the sacramental rite of holy matrimony. Different viewpoints on predestination. Different viewpoints on the mission of the church. But it's not differences like these that should destroy love. We are unified not because we all believe the same way on every detail. We are unified because the Spirit of God is upon us. We are bound together through the Spirit of God. As Holy Scripture says, for all who are led by the Spirit of God are children of God. If the Spirit of God dwells within you, you are a child of God. And this is the good news of God's love. His grace is not rewards-based. It is a gift that we receive, a gift of love, a gift of the Spirit. And the Spirit of God will empower you to share the good news of Jesus Christ, sharing in love, sharing the good news of the life, death, and resurrection of Jesus Christ, a message of redemption, hope, peace, and joy. It is a message of love, a love that despite our differences, we come together as one body, with one spirit, one hope, one Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God and Father of all. Filled with the Holy Spirit to share the good news to the world around us. And in the words of our presiding bishop, Michael Curry, who said, if you cannot preach like Peter... If you cannot pray like Paul, just tell the love of Jesus, who died to save us all. Let us share the good news of God's love in the world by the power of the Holy Spirit. This is Pentecost Sunday. Get charged up, get ignited to share the love of Jesus to the world around us. Amen. Thank you for joining us in this conversation today. We will continue to pray that our teachings are impacting you for the kingdom of God. If you'd like to learn more about our community, you can find us on stedwardsepiscopal.com or on Facebook. And of course, we'd love for you to visit us in beautiful Mount Dora. May God's grace fill you as you go in peace.